Eager Raven returns to Kickstarter in its first trade paperback collecting issues 1 through 4 in one full color volume. Eager Raven, heir of the first unicorn, is the story of a unicorn princess exiled into the mortal realm after she is betrayed by her elf prince husband-to-be, dragons overtake her kingdom, and how she trains to become a knight with the help of an unusual trio of blacksmiths. It's a mature audience telling of the classic hero's journey with a soap opera twist. So check out Eager Raven, heir of the first unicorn, volume one today. <laughs> What's up, George? What's going on in the morning brew today? Morning brew. We have a lot of stuff. Well, not a lot of stuff, but we got some good stuff going on today. We're going to be talking a little DC, a little House of Dragons. And um, are you okay with raffles? We'll talk a little bit about what we, you would be okay with raffling, as uh, I can't speak this he's morning. Work, because he's working his case. Let's get it! <laughs> morning good morning Aurelis. good morning creators outlet welcome to the morning brew another episode um uh, when i say shout out before we go into the regular stuff shout out to daphne lady um uh, creator of ego raven which is currently on kickstarter and also sponsor of this episode and michael San martino and tech the gods um go to TechTheGods.com. uh he's also a sponsor of this episode and to story comic podcast Story Comic is a podcast that focuses on people behind the words. The host, Barney Smith, interviews comic creators of all types in their works and tells stories about comics, comic-based stories, and all other forms of pro storytelling. We have been streaming our show online since late 2019. It's been amazing to see how many people around the world have come to appreciate and value the value of hearing stories from people who are just as passionate about their work as we are. So if you're a comic creator yourself, and you know someone who is, or if you just want to hear about how your favorite book or comic got made, come check out storycomic.com, www.storycomic.com. Thank you, Barney Smith and Story Comic, for being a sponsor of Catch the Craze and The Morning Bro. Back to you, <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to The Morning Brew with the Crazy Crew. Hope you have your cup of joe. We do. Um, yeah, man. That was good. That was good. Yeah, big shout out to all of the uh, the sponsors of the shows. We're probably going to be uh, spacing them out a little bit for you guys so that it's not like, yo, I thought we were, I was watching Catch the Craze. Uh, but no, we do want to give a big shout out to Daphne. Um Daphne Lage and her book. Make sure you go check that out. Story Comic, awesome, awesome uh, podcast as well. And of course, Mr. Michael San Martino. Big shout out to him and the crew over there who uh, who are putting together a book called Technogods or have put together a book called Technogods. Go to technogods.com and check that book out. Really, really cool stuff. But uh, yeah, and if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the channel. Give us a like, comment below, hit the bell so you know when we go live every Thursday morning at 9 a.m where we give you some stuff that you may already know. We discuss some topics that we find interesting, and I hope you do, and we hope you do too. So uh, so check it out. We got a couple of things going on today that we're going to be talking about. Sam says, I'm making my case. Bro, it's funny because you and Jonathan are very much alike. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you it's that story a little bit. I'll tell, no, I'll tell you this, that story in a little bit. It's kind of scary. He's 
fun. Yo, dude, you guys are funny, man. Um, but yeah, bro. So what's going on, Sam? I know you got some stuff. Let's get really let, let, let's get let's get to some of the stuff that you have um as far as announcements go, and then we'll we'll go in, we'll jump in. We'll jump right yeah, in. We need some shock therapy. So let's wake everybody up. <laughs> Tops in the Bronx. Tops in the Bronx. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, actually, in two days, this Saturday, I'll be at the Denton Comic um, uh, uh, Art Expo. So art, the Denton Art Comic Expo. Like that. It's a Denton Comic Art Expo. You'll be at Denton. Uh, I'll be there at Denton Saturday. It'll be fun. It's a family event, so it's no adult content, and uh, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. And yeah. uh, my first time there, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, I just got back from the um, Arlington Comic Fest, which is mostly a cosplay event. Um, you know, cosplay has taken over the world. And uh, but we're promoting there's nails in my toilet. Have you signed up? We are 85 signups. We're close to 100. We're 15 away from 100. Have you been teetering on signing up? You know, it's free to sign up. Uh, if you sign up today. Uh, and you let me know that you signed up, you can get a digital copy of Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu, this pinup that I worked so passionately on so that I can provide you with something for free just to say thank you for signing up. So if you sign up today, let me know. Send me an email and I'll send that to you. Um, and this ties into Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu, which is another book in the, the campaign. This is a stretch goal to unlock. It is going to be a mini series. So this is part one of three that's going to be available on this campaign. Um, it's a 24 page story, full color. Um, I'm actually working on page 22 right now and, um, it's going to be amazing. This is a three cover spread. You can unlock this and get the single cover, which is the center or all three covers together and have one large collected item. That's going to be amazing. There's also this variant cover. Um, here's duty for all of the variant cover lovers out there. That's going to be available in homage to the shining. Uh, we launch on the 20th of September. It's going to be fun. Uh, you, if you want to come if you're planning on back in the campaign day one is going to be fun join the live stream because there's going to be some raffles it's going to be some fun join us on cast the craze here 7 30 7 p.m eastern standard time it's going to be crazy up in this his house so yeah so join us um so if you haven't done so already link is in the summary link is in the chat um sign up today let me know give me a thumbs up if you have yeah yeah big shout out to all of that all of that um september 20th man it's actually uh it's coming it's coming soon it's coming soon and we have we have some really cool uh shows that you uh, you know we want you guys to obviously check out every friday on catch the craze so make sure you check out our friday shows because we have a lot of um bushy boos this friday yeah we pre-recorded a few shows oh, and we have a lot of yeah really cool uh really cool uh you know just creators and we talked about their journey and all of that stuff so we we've all, we always like to talk about that kind of stuff and we've had some really really good guests coming up so make sure you check that out and like Sam said Paul Gomez big shout out to him uh he's big he's big out in Texas man he's got a lot of love and support out there in Texas so make sure you check that out um for the audience to get to know paul and also if you haven't done so yet make sure you hit up uh, the website get your meds with a z.com check out some of my other books i have obviously the adventures of wonder duck there but i also have uh rust 5377 and i also have t-shirts and apparel and things like that that you can check out on the website that website is get your meds with a z.com at this point everybody except for san uh got their stuff from uh from wonder duck if you have done so please let me know you got it let me know you got it post some of that stuff big shout out to arelis who's in the in the chat she received her stuff thank you so much for that awesome video of the kids opening up the books that was dope so Word. thank you very much at least thank you thank you thank you but uh yeah man that's what we got going on as far as indie news obviously the sponsor is also part of that but so sam what's going on at dc bro don't know. They're crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, son. <laughs> They're crazy. So these these about to get a shakeup. So I don't know if you ever had an internal audit or an internal review. Um, if you're the division that's mm -hmm. under the microscope, it is the most stressful, painstaking, anxiety-ridden um, thing anyone can go through. So right now, um, uh, right now, Jim Lee and the leadership team at DC are having their worlds shaken up. And uh, so David Zaslav targets DC Comics failures 
exposed. So they want to know why the past 30 years they continue to publish uh, books that are not profitable. Yeah. They want to know why um, they they went completely woke, alienating most of their base. They want to know why that um, they didn't do a lot of the things that, um, that were supposed to be done. Um, and who's making these decisions and all these failures and why they keep losing money. There's only two titles that are making money, which is Batman and I think Superman. Um, uh, everything else is failing. And so uh, they asked for 30 years of of accounting. Oof. 30 years of accounting. So sitting in a boardroom when you're in the hot seat and being scrutinized, every email, they want to see every email, every signature, every, you know, conference notes, all that stuff. It puts into it. it it's it's disheartening. So I can imagine what he's going through because I've seen it. I lived it. I've been through it. It is not is not fun. You want to quit. You want to jump off the bridge. You want to like this is I'm out. So I think that's going to be a, a huge shakeup at DC Comics. Um, and uh, this is the reason why DC has been running at least speculatively based on what I'm reading on comics cosmicbooknews.com um, uh, or cosmicbook.news. And uh, they've been running to make all these announcements with the crossover with Marcus Sylvester, you know, and Batman and Spawn and Batman and Todd McFarlane involved and all these other creators and all these titles that were supposed to be done years ago. Uh, so now they're rushing to the gates to try to get the fans excited again. Um, and so it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I well, think, the- I, think, I think come January, when the annual reviews are done, the, uh, they'll, they'll announce that uh, there's a change in leadership. Um, so they'll probably say it around <clears throat> October, November, and then say that he'll stay his tenure till February until his replacement. But usually the new year, February, the new year after you get your reviews or when they when they make those decisions, who's going, who's coming, who's getting promoted, all that stuff. You, know, I think that's gonna be a little uh, a shakeup. They, um, I think the, the new CEO, what's his name? Last, last name? I forget. I can't pronounce his last name. I don't know his last name. But the new CEO, yeah, the one that's taken over there, at, you know, with the merger, Discovery Plus and, and one or whatever. He's, he's got a number that he wants to get to. It's in the billions of stuff that he wants to cut, like to save money to get to that number. And I think that he doesn't care what he has to cut to get to that number. And so there are going to be a lot of, salaries that are going to be you know if you're not making us money if you're, if you're costing us money oh, there's a lot of there's going to be a lot out. of artists running to kickstarter because out. they're not going to have a job at dc and that's yeah. one of the other things that came up why do they keep um hiring these um sub 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 par artists um that are that are not bringing in fans so i i don't know if he thinks that you know that the age, you know, because you know, you you, you say Tom McFarlane, you got a following. You say Mark Silvestri, you got a following. So there's names, and they say there's these artists that nobody knows of, and that they, they just don't they don't fit the bill. So why are they hiring these artists? So, but see, it was but but comics were opinion. never yeah, but huh? comics were never about the names. Like comics right. were about comics the about stories. Somebody who wanted to be a uh, an illustrator who got a job as an illustrator, and and but some I think he wants. Unfortunately, you know, when you come from Hollywood, names bring money no 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 and, and listen and, and i'm not saying that I'm, what i'm i guess what i'm saying is and, and i don't know correct me if i'm wrong so in that article it's saying that that ceo wants to have names attached no, to what he's saying titles? is why do we have all these unknowns or these sub subpar artists that are not dc traditional dc level quality see i i put the blame i don't put the blame on the artists i put the blame on the on the writers of the stories and, and and the editors and the leadership and like you you mentioned it you, the, the whole woke thing I think it's just taken the pro- I think the problem with that with with having this woke idea in comics is that it's not done organically like right. from comics that I've read with that kind of message in it it's very blatant like it's like it has nothing to do with the story it's just thrown in there as if the writer wanted to make that point. And decided that he was or she or she was gonna use that book. Right. Had nothing to do with it. He just wanted he or she wanted to make that point in that book. Here I'm gonna do it here. Has nothing to do with the story, but I'm gonna just put it in here. And I think that when you do it that way, it it, it becomes a thing where like people see right through it. Because now you now we're not talking about a we're not talking about a character or, or a fun story. 
now there's a message behind it that you're trying to put your message onto me. And I think readers and I think consumers are smarter than and that. That's a and they see right through it. Up. Right. And you that's a great I mean? point you bring it up because initially when I, and I'm, I'm a self-reflect because initially when I created, when I decided to do, do these monsters on Planet Cthulhu, it was, re- it was really, I wanted a, I wanted a monster series for Halloween. Right. But then, and it was supposed to be a one shot. But when I started, it's like, well, no, you know, do these whole universe. Um, there's no way I can tell this story in a one shot, you know, cause of the character. And I really want to stay true to the character. So it became a three part mini. Um, because I needed to tell the story correctly to honor my character, right? Um, and I think that's what, what I think what the, the failure of DC. I think they they're they're responding to the climate or the what's happening in society instead of change true to the world that they the universe that they've built. You know what I'm saying? So they had they had a universe that they've already created, but they're letting all of these outside influences dictate what happens. So I need to be in line with this woke group. I need to be in line with LGBTQ. I need to be in line with this. I need to be in line with that. And so things you know things are changing and it's getting. You know, convoluted. And the, right here it says, um, it said that the accounting division of Warner Brothers Discovery is questioning DC Comics on why they aren't making money. And they want to be told exactly what the state of DC Comics is, which is said to have already happened as Warner Brothers Discovery accounting requested management reports from Warner Brothers for all print DC Comics of all formats, um, all- allocating total overhead for each book title. Things are tanking across the board due to bad management, terrible editorial, and just some of the worst creative decisions we've seen in the history of DC Comics. Crazy. Yeah. Again, it's... You can tell that DC were were making moves just to get headlines, just to make sales. When they made... When they made... um, And it wasn't even Superman, but when the announcement came that Superman, you know, was going to be... Is gay... It was like a big headline, right? And so they were like, okay, that's gonna make that's gonna bring us sales. But what happens is, yes, it'll bring you sales from people who are who who say, hey, that's great. But you're also gonna lose the the, the purists who say, wait, what? No, I'm right. not buying that comic, right? So now you're causing a division in, in your fan base simply because you wanted a headline, you wanted to sell more yeah. books. Yeah, and that's not the way to tell a story. That's just that not was the a way quick to tell. PR campaign, but it wasn't As, absolutely. And listen, I I have nothing against the LGBTQ community. I, you know no. what I mean? I love. Listen, there's a show. There's a show that I'm. I don't know if you've heard. I'm sure you heard of. People watching have heard of Shit's Creek, right? Shit's Creek um, is a show with uh, with uh, what's his name? Oh, he was in uh, American Pie. Ah, oh, now the name escapes me. The dad in American Pie, with the, uh-huh. with the okay. So he's got yeah. So he's got a show, and his son is the writer on the show. Now his son is gay, right? So the show, but the show isn't about his son being gay. It's not about that. He's right. in the show, and the way it's written, he is. I mean, he's gay, whatever, and it's like it's normal. It's fine. Right. It's okay. They don't make a big deal about it. They don't. Right. They don't have a big episode about how he's coming out to his parents. No, he's gay as, and, and and he and he's he's actually he dates a girl at first, realizes you know whatever. Yeah, exactly. Quick bucks, not long term. Yeah. Um. So, but that's so well written that you forget about the fact that he's gay because that's normal. It's normal. It's nothing crazy. It's They're normal. Spotlighting it. No, as it, no. It's part you know, of the story. You know, it's it's funny. There was an interview. There was an interview. You know that the main character from um, uh, the Big Bang Theory, the one that was yeah, Danny yeah. Penny, right? He was on the View, and he and one of the questions that was asked of him by um, by Whoopi Goldberg, um, are you? Uh, uh, so now that we know that you're not gay, you know, how, whatever. And, and he just, and he just looked at her and he looked at the cards and saying, this is really a question. And, um, and then he says, I don't answer questions um, like this because it's just part of life. There's no reason to be answering these types of questions yeah. because it's just part of life. And so he checked them right. right in that whole thing. And that's exactly what I'm saying. You know, you're putting a spotlight on it for, you know, if DC said, you know, with our vertical um, division, we're going to do, we're going to create new titles centered around these subject matters. Cool. But when you decide to take a character and flip its world upside down, and now you're going to change the gender, the character, the, the ethnicity of the character, all this stuff, because you want to just check something off because you're getting pressured. Um, that's when you fail because you're going to alienate a whole population of fans that have been accustomed 
and Groot to this character, this character's profile, lifestyle, the whole thing. And now you're going to flip it because you want to you wanna get in good graces or you want a good headline for the, for the morning news. Create a new mm. title. I agree. That's what I mean, he comes in. I think that's what that's what's great about independent comics because you can create stories from scratch that no one's ever heard of, and it's never going to. You're not going to alienate a character that you just created. Who can? I really don't care about the ethnicity or the gender. What I care about is good storytelling. Yes, sex, sexual. I don't want to see Batman changed because because you want to fit check check off a book. Yeah, no. Listen, sexual preferences, ethnicities, and things like that don't. They I, to me, they shouldn't. They, there's no place. It, this shouldn't be the focus of a story as no. long as the story is good. Unless the, unless the story is about it, uh, you know, uh, somebody, you know, finding themselves through that. Whatever. If you want to tell that story, but tell a good story about that. For me, and and I battle this, and I battle with this as a Hispanic male, right? I battle with you know, DC and Marvel changing characters to now make them ethnic or make them Hispanic to appease me as a Hispanic, you know, uh, reader say, oh, now I can identify with Superman because he's, because he's now Hispanic. No, I don't. I, I, I don't identify with Superman just because he's Hispanic. I don't. Superman has always been an alien from another planet who happens to land on earth and is raised by a white family. That's Superman. And that's all I cared about. I didn't look when I was a little kid wearing a Superman watch. I didn't say, "Wow, this guy's white and I'm brown." Mm, I don't want to. I don't think I'm going to read this comic. It was never that. Now, don't get me wrong. As a little kid, did I want to see more brown um, characters? Sure, but you know what? I decided that I'm going to create them. If they're not there, I'm going to go ahead and create them for me. I'm right. not. I, I don't want you to do me a favor and create a character for me or make that character who's already an iconic character look like me. No. If you're going to give me something like that, create a new character, which is why I think Miss Marvel did so well. Oh, because yes. Miss Marvel was Straight created to represent... Exactly. Exactly. It was created that way. Um, and I think that's why that's why that character did so well. Even think, on, on it goes back to the, here's what happens. This is where, when it comes down to weak leadership and true leadership, right? The weak leader is going to be like, I don't have the energy to fight all these battles. Let's just give them what they want. The strong leader is going to be like, this is not the character. You want to create a new character? Let's create a new character. Let's get a pitch a story to me. Let, you know, put a team together. Show me, show me some, some preliminaries and let's, let's, let's decide on whether or not that's right for us. But Batman is Batman and that's it. I want a Batman story. That's what you need in those someone who's a purist that's going to protect it. But, you know, unfortunately people succumb to pressure and you know, people are people, and people are flawed, and that's what happens. Pressure. Right. Well, they, well, they're chasing that buck. They're chasing that buck. Their powers are my priority. Exactly. That that's their their, their powers and and how they deal with that power. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of story in that, right? Because we as human beings can relate to like, hey, if you, for example, you're the boss and you got to lead a few people, you have to look inside yourself and say, okay, what may what's my superpower? How do I how do I push these people or 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 pull these people to do what I want them to do. And you're battling with that. Like these are kind of stories that we all kind of kind of have inside. And and I think that that's what they need to focus instead of, okay, well, you know, does he like girls or these does he like God, boys? Uh, you know, is he black or is he white? Like, don't do that because we see right through that. And so now you lose the audience. Now yeah. you're like, nah. Okay, I'm going nah. over here. You know what? I've been avoiding this indie section my entire life, but I think it looks more appealing now. And mm -hmm. I think that's what happens, and that's why. That's why Kickstarter is so successful right now because, you know, people are looking for stories. This is the reason why Top Gun blew up, right? I mean, it's a great story, but I mean, people wanted something outside of the craziness that's happening with the superheroes. They're not recognizing the superheroes. I don't recognize Batman anymore. It's so damn dark, right? So people are not recognizing the 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 the, the essence of the characters that they grew up with. So they they're like, you know what? They need to figure that out. I'm going to move on over here. You know, I think when they came up, when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, the soundtrack, it was fun and exciting, all that stuff, whatever. And then everybody wants to be Guardians of the Galaxy because they don't know how to stay unique to their characters, right? Everyone wants the comedic aspect, you know, Deadpool, you know, Ryan Reynolds, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, we got to have that kind of comedy and slapstick humor. No, stay true to your characters. Wolverine shouldn't be talking like Ryan Reynolds. You know, stay true to the core of the characters. And, and, and that's <coughs> and they're just, they're just losing yeah. sight. 
Yeah, I, I think, I don't know if you saw the new Thor. The new Thor, like, Thor is going borderline too comedic. Like, let, let, let's, let's, he can be serious too. You know what I mean? We don't have to go comedy 100% all the time. Let, let's, let's throw the comedy in there when it's needed and when it isn't, let's take it away. And I think that, that that's kind of what's, what's happening with Marvel right now also. And I was going to, I was going to mention as far as messages, right? If you want to get, there's a way to tell, you know, put a message in a story without, without sounding like you're pointing at the at, at the audience and saying do this do this do that a perfect example of that years ago many years ago obviously but it was a pixar movie called finding nemo right finding nemo beautiful story about a father and a son you know the dad the dad the son loses his mom you know when he's a baby and now the father's afraid to let go of him and as a parent the message at the end is sometimes you just have to let them go yeah. and they're going to find their way. Beautiful message done in a very well, in a very good way because they told a very good story. They weren't pointing the finger at the parents saying, you got to do this, you got to do that. They let you figure it out for yourself, but the message is there. And I think that that's great storytelling. Not that I'm just going to throw this line into this dialogue no, and, and make a point a to say it. Yeah. No, and it, it can't be. It can't be like that. You have to kind of weave it into the story. You know what I mean? Right. But what's and, happening and is work it around the story. They're having existing scripts and existing screenplays that that greenlit the project. But then something happens in in, in society, and they go, you know what? Revise that. We need to add that. Revise that. We need to add that. We need to. We need to. We need to be part of the movement that's addressing this conversation. No, man. What's the matter with you? I, that guy should get smacked in the head. Go back to your office. We greenlight this script. Let's just move on with this script because that's exactly why we wanted to fund it. That's how we raised the money for it. Now you want to alter it. And then who's going to take the fall, right? You know, so it, it's like, stop. You know, I think they, they got to stop with this panic reaction. They're reacting too much. Stop yeah. reacting. I think, I think it's, it's what's happening is I feel like inside those writing rooms are not just writers, but suits. Suits have come. Suits have come into that into that writing room and say, "Yeah, that sounds very creative, but I think this will make us money." And so mm -hmm. they want to throw in their their two cents, you know, pun intended, and it makes them no money because it's not real. It's not. It's it's yeah, a I bad. Think what happens? So just what happened, So I've been I've been in those situations where in corporate America, where you know, the the the, the team is putting a strategy together to drive business or whatever. And um, and then you're in the room and you have these great ideas. Next year, you know, the conference comes up and it's the, the senior leadership. And they're like, we know that they have a different agenda. So they start tailoring their questions. Yeah. Well, did you, what about, did, did you consider this? Did you add this? Did you add that? No, we, we, when did it, where did that come from? Blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe you should think of it. I'm not telling you what to do. Right? They say, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying it might be a good thing. Right? That's basically saying do that shit because you're not going to have a job. <laughs> Excuse my language. Yeah. Right? That's basically what they're saying. And right. they use these manipulative phrases, you know, to psychologically throw you off your game. So now what you, you might have had a really great strategy to help drive revenue and, and engagement and all this stuff. And now it's tapered because you don't believe it anymore because now you just got a mandate and you have yeah. to deliver. So you don't believe it. It shows in the, the the content, the audience sees right through it, and it fails on all levels. But who takes the blame? You, because I didn't tell you what to do. I just made right. a suggestion. Right. And that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And and, and there isn't anybody uh, powerful enough or with enough influence to right. change the minds of those people making that money money decision. Like for example, you mentioned Top Gun, like a Tom Cruise, who will say, "Yo, dude, I don't want CGI." Forget the CGI to make it look more. No, you know what's going to make it more realistic? If we really fly these planes out there <laughs> and we go life. do our stuff, that's what's going to make it more realistic. Forget about the CGI because yes. what happens is, and I think what what's happened with stories with movies is that they've relied they rely so much on CGI that the story takes a backseat as well. Yes, because they just sell the CGI, they just sell the the, the the fantastical thing on the screen and forget to throw a story in there that's going to make sense and, that's and, and why push the move forward. Failed. Right. right. I was looking forward to the movie World of Warcraft, you know, because the team that's put together the trailers for the game did a a hundred times better job than the the team that put the film together. I was like, how come they weren't working together? Right. Mm -hmm. And so when you looked at World of Warcraft, it looked nothing like the 
the, the, the CGI and whatever in the storytelling in the shorts that they were creating, they just, you know, when you rely too much on, on props and all that stuff, you lose the essence of it. I mean, you have, but again, you have to be a purist. You have to be in love with it. Peter Jackson, he was in love with Lord of the Rings. You know, uh, you know Tom Cruise, he's in love with what he does. He he commits. He loves the Mission Impossible. So anything he commits to, he's going to put 100%. And he's going to make sure he has a say in it. And that's the, you know, and again, it takes courage to be able to say, no, the re, you know, you got to be able to stand tall and say, you green lit this because of this. We're not going to change it the last minute because of fear, because you're reacting. Let's stay true to the to project. In today's society, it's about securing your position, not losing your job, right? And and, and sustainability. You want to stay, you know, have a long career. So you don't want to ruffle feathers. So no one wants to take the hit. And unfortunately, you have to rise to power. You have to have that kind of uh, strength behind you to be able to yeah, yeah I mean listen Tom was like listen we're not we're not releasing this on T on, on a regular small screen TV this has to be released in movie theaters if we have to wait two years before we can do that then we're going to wait two years before we can do that and, and the result is number six in all time as far as money I think he just passed the, one of the Avengers movies as far yeah. as like all time money made in um in, in at the movies but uh yeah bro it's crazy. It's crazy. And budgets have to do do a lot with it. And, you know, just to segue into, into what we were going to talk about with the Game of Thrones, budget was what killed that show in season eight. It, it just looked like they ran out of money. I don't know what the hell happened. Like, they just were like, yeah, we're not going to put money into that. We're going to rush the eighth season and it's going to be done. Like, and it killed the, it killed the, the show. Like, it really killed the show that, that did great for the first six seasons, six, seven and seven and a half, I guess. And then gave us a last season, and it killed it. It was it was, it was a politician, somebody in corporate America that says, "You know what?" And, and we had this conversation offline. If I was in that boardroom, I'm like, "No, no, no, no. We're going to continue to make money off of this, and we're going to stay true to the original plan and do the nine se seasons or whatever it is, and then go into the spinoffs." Yeah. But so they could have been making all that money ever since, um, but they chose they chose a different route, and uh, and then. HBO Max got stale for a minute, right? And so because everybody went somewhere else. And, yeah. uh, you know, so that's the, that's the uh, so we have a question. Yeah. I have a question. What are your thoughts on how this affects the indie market? These possible fired writers flooding? Yeah, that's the, that's what I just said. Uh, so I think there's going to be, you think crowdfunding is saturated now? With all these people leaving, they're probably planning. Oh, you know what? I can finally get that book that I've always wanted to do. Hey, Bob, you want to work? You know, work. You know, I'm an artist. You're a writer. Hey, you want to work together on a project? We could do it on. We could crowdfund it. So I think it's gonna get. I think this time next year, that's it's gonna be flooded. It's gonna be double the amount of crowdfunding next year. So I think for the indie community, it's important that you're consistent um, with your projects. Make sure that you are consistently communicating with the, your audience. Um, if it's a, it's a series, if you have, you know, uh, a 10 book mini series, a five book mini series, you're probably doing five or six kickstarters, make sure that consecutive, you just got to stay relevant. Um, you know, those one shots are not going to sustain, uh, you because people are going to go after, I, I work for DC. They're going to have a lot more draw because I worked on Batman. I worked on this. I worked on that. So they have, they already have that name recognition. They're going to bring with them to the crowdfunding. Um, so you just got to work a lot harder with your consistency. You know, I, I'm Mr. Half Full over here. And so I'm thinking that what that's going to do is it's going to do wonders for the crowdfunding platforms that don't have the notoriety that, say, a Kickstarter or Indiegogo have. I think that once these people start coming into the crowdfunding game, they're going to bring fans into Zoop, into all of the other uh, crowdfunding campaigns that don't have the notoriety. And that may help in when you're trying to say, you know what, I'm done. I'm not going to do Kickstarter this time. Let me try Zoop. And now Zoop has millions of people, you know, on Zoop that may say, you know what, let me check that out. What's that? What's that? Uh, what is this comic that that's, that's coming out now? So it could have, you know, we will see, we'll see what kind of effect it definitely going to, I mean, I think we agree in that it'll definitely flood <laughs> like crowdfunding will be flooded with a lot of, uh, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, it's definitely going to be, um, for, uh, Hey, what's yeah. up, Gil? Gilly into his ass. Gilbert, what up, my man? Yeah, there's something there's something happening today with um with ASAP, isn't there? Today, yes, of course. Yes, yes. Oh. I think we got that promo. Let me just play yeah, that promo. Where is see that? We that? have it before we go into the next thing. Here it is. Oh. 
Yes. And he won con, baby. Two years. Congratulations, Paul. Two years of publishing for Mr. Paul Hayden and ASAP Imagination. Yay! Anyone <laughs> con is happening today. It's happening today, today and tomorrow. So make sure that you follow him on his social media. Uh, go to YouTube and follow that uh, anyone con and check out everything that they're going to be doing today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Paul. Thank you so much for the support and thank you for coming on. Um, and definitely, definitely everyone, just check it out. Follow him on social and uh, check out the link um, below. We can throw some stuff down there later on. Uh, but yeah, no, no problem. And always, always, of course, of yes. course. But uh, but yeah, Sam. So you check? Did you check out House of Dragons last night? I checked out House of Dragons. The first episode. What do you think? What do you think? Um, I thought it's families are messed up, bro. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, families are messed up, bro. You know, it was like. We, what happens when outside influences affect the the, in, the the dynamics of the family? And it's like, I don't understand it. What's up, Pete? Uh, Peter, what up, Pete? It's uh, you can you know what's gonna happen that that now there's you know because it started with the narration, right? The only thing that can take that to, to destroy the, the the house of dragons is from within. It's the right? house of dragons. So yep. Everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody wants to be the boss. And um, um, I just, you know, I think how he handled his brother was was messed up. I think his brother, his brother's looking at long game and 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 protecting. Um, so he has a little strong arm tactics, but he's looking at long game. He's like, I like Damon. I like Damon. I like him. Because I, he I loves his like brother. He loves his brother. Character. He's like, you know, yeah. I, you know, he wants to be on his side to protect him. He wants to be able to. He's a little cuckoo. He's a little crazy. He's a little cuckoo. He, you know, he he's the look. You need that. You need you need the sensible. You need brother, people like and, me. And you need the hand, right? He should be. He should have been the hand. You need the sensible brother. You need the hand. You need the guy that everyone knows. Not here. It's not going to happen here, right? The guy that's going to go the distance. The guy that's going to cross that line um, and look you in the eye, and you're going to know. You know when you see those type of guys on the streets, you're like, oh, I'm going to go over here because this guy's a little bit off, right? So you know that those guys, they, they don't, they understand. So that's where I, I'm like, damn, there's a failure right there, right there. He told him, I should be by your side. I should be protecting you. And he still, because of a statement he made, how many times we say crazy things when we're, 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 we're saddened, right? Like, I didn't even know that the son died until they said the son died. Because he's like, yeah. oh, you have a son. And then all of a sudden he's dead. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. yeah. That yeah. part that screwed me up because it's like, how did he die? You know, it was like it just happened so quickly. So, um, it's then you got this the 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 the, the, the sister that wants to be queen and the queen that never was, the queen that never was, and then the daughter, you know. So she's caught it's in the great. middle. It's really it's, good. Yeah, it's really and then, good. And then it's you have really the good. factions. You got the people who the loyalists that are loyal to their people. And uh, you know, when I saw him when they when he banished him, when he told him to go back to your whatever, and I see him with the dragon, I was like, Oh, it's on. There's no why are you why are you with the dragon? It's on, you know. So he's he's not gonna leave quietly, and um it's it's it it's got me hooked. It's good, they did a great job with that it's first good. one, it got me hooked. It, it's good. I mean, I know I know your wife had an issue with some of the scenes in it, and it is graphic. It yeah. is graphic, right? But but this is the what I'll say about about that scene. I don't know how true to life it was back in the whatever hundreds, but I, I'm thinking that that's probably how it went down. Like if you were, you know, if you were having a baby, it wasn't like you have all the medical equipment that we have today. It was like, all right, here we go. Got to get it out. And so the fact that someone's deciding your fate right there. Well, and that's the thing, right? Uh, the baby so, or your wife pick right now. So, well, they're both going to die if right. you don't make a choice. She's dead anyway. So do you want me to save this kid? What do you want to do? And he's got to make a choice. And it was, and it was such a messed up choice, dude. Can you imagine sitting there holding your wife's hand, telling her you love her when you've already made the decision for her that she's not going to make it out of this. No, like can't. it was terrible, bro. It, it really, I, I watched that and I was like, damn, that's, no. you know what I mean? But 
it it, it brought that drama to the show. I thought it was I thought it was a very it had me believing that he was going to be the Mad King, but he's not the Mad King. No, no, he's not. He comes after. That's way after. Yeah, way after. And so I was like, because I would be mad. I'd be crazy. You know, you lose your son. You you make the decision to lose your wife, but then you lose your son as well as your wife, and then you got then you don't know who to trust, right? And then your then your, your brother's saying some outlandish stuff that breaks your heart when you're in the most vulnerable mindset state. And then you have to make a decision that you know is going to create anarchy by put, placing a woman as your, your your successor. It's just how do you stay straight, yo? How do you where's where yo? Where's Snoop Dogg? That that, 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 <laughs> that, that jow, the jow scene. It, it it really it really and and I like I like I enjoyed the world building in, in the story because. The, like the woman, the, the the queen that never was, right? She's having a conversation about just mundane, regular, not mundane stuff, but stuff that while people are getting murdered and killed on the, on the field of battle, not Crazy. even the field of battle, it's just a joust. And they're talking, it, it, just, it just goes to show you how desensitized that society was to violence. Violence is going on in front of their faces and they're having a conversation like it's just a regular day. You know what I mean? Our people parents. are getting killed. It's a barbaric community. So the the way they build that in there, you know what I mean? It, it was really well done. I I I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the rest of the uh the season. I actually but, like the choice of the princess. Um, I think she's gonna be a, a star. They they're changing her though. They she's are? not. Yeah, that she's just. I think as the show goes on, she gets she's, she she ages, yeah. and she's gonna be a different actress when she's older. But she was really good. Like yeah. she, the the girl who played her was was really good and um but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of uh you know there's a lot of character building and it's it i, I thought i enjoyed watching it i didn't think i was going to but i did you know it's uh i think i think um the guy that defeated the brother in yeah. the joust i think he somehow plays a part in saving the little girl the princess yeah could I be i mean because i think he comes to her aid when they stuck when it goes down yeah, there, there was a lot of uh, compassion in that character because even when he has the chance to kill, yeah, uh, Damon, he yeah. says, he says, "Do you give up?" Because he's got, he's got him, he's ready, he's ready to just smash him in the face, and he's like, "Do you give up?" And when he says yes, he just lets him go and gets him stand up or whatever, and the, the joust is over, so it's not to the death. Right. So yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be, yeah, it's interesting, man. It, it was, uh, I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good show, good first episode. I'm still catching up on Walking Dead shows, currently watching. Uh, fear the Walking Dead. You know, I, I never watched The Walking Dead. I I, I read the I read the first issue. Four. Yeah, I read I read I read the books and I love the books. I never got into the show, and I don't know why. I just never did. No, but... I think the last time I watched it is when um I don't know the names. Um, it was years ago. It was um the older woman when they banished her from the the compound, and then when she came back. Um, when she came back, I think is when I, that's the last time I saw it. Um, uh, I haven't seen it in a hot minute, you know, yeah. is, it, it, is it still on the show? The, the, I think the last show? season they're, they're, they're doing the last season now. Right. Okay. I believe so. Right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it game of Thrones definitely has its violence. The way the, 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 the joust scene, the way he ripped his face off. I was like, what the heck? Oh gosh, no way. Just put a bullet in my head first, bro. Then, Savage. Then you can Savage. Me. The fact that you're being maimed alive. Savage, bro. Rough. Savage. But that I guess that's how it was, right? Like you know, I mean, do they have to show it? <laughs> but yeah, no, I I, I enjoy it. Six. Yeah, the A team. Yeah, classic throwback. Classic but, uh, throwback. Yeah, and uh, I think what next week starts uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, does it? Yes, yeah, sometime in September, right? September yeah, what? September second. All right. Let's see how that goes. Let's see what what goes on with that. Yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to that stuff. Lord um, of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I started watching She-Hulk episode two this morning, but I didn't finish it. So I, I haven't uh, got that far. You know what it is? Is that? But you know, when I go, when, you know, but it, when it, I decided to stop early yesterday to go because normally when I go about down to the bedroom, it's usually around 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, and so I put on something and then I'm out. Uh, so last night after we did that recording of the podcast, um, I went and I, I finished inking page twenty-one. And then I said, let me go downstairs and watch it early. And I was able to sit through it. I left the lights on because if I turn off the lights, I'm all, it's over. <laughs> it's I, sat on, I sat up. I didn't lay down. Normally I'm like laying down. Like, um, 
I actually enjoyed it. Um, um, I, it was uh, it wasn't as as she described. It wasn't as crazy as she described. Yeah, I know it, was, it wasn't worse on Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, and even yeah. even even in the um, even in the um, the the, the brothel. Um, no, they, they 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 covered things. Um, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. It was not like the original, the first one. No, they, yeah. you would have been seeing all kinds you of things. Spartacus. In I mean, every, it was just it was yeah. wieners and everything all over the place. Yeah. Spartacus. This was a little tapered. So it was. Yeah, it was tame. It was, was tame. Was the joust, the fight, the violence, and the joust. The joust and and the and and the and the birth. Like the that. Birth. That yeah. I think to me that was the most. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but even even the birth. Yeah, they show they show stuff, but. I think that they did it. And it was not, I, I'm using the word tasteful, but tasteful for the Game of Thrones, you know, um, yeah. shows that we've seen in the past. Yeah, I was like, wait, so back then they didn't have deodorant, they didn't have toothbrush, they didn't have <laughs> this any other. We're talking about this the other day. It must have been funky town. <laughs> what funky town, like, baby? Oh, man, I'm like, I'm staying outside. I'm never going indoors. I'm never going. Oh, indoors. dude, it smelled like Medusa up in there. I can imagine how many rats. And oh, dude, everywhere, and oh, yeah, 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 it's definitely smelling like Badoosie, but uh, I know, but, <laughs> but yeah, my brother. So, yo, final, final thing today, and this is gonna go to all of my indies. I have a question for all my <laughs> indies, all my indies, all my, all my crowdfunding. And, and, and so, wait, so I, was, I just want to par- uh, phrase this George is a politician, so how he phrases it, is no, 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 no. I'm not not politicking. I'm straight up asking a question. So let me ask the question. Let me ask the question and then you answer it. Okay. And and anybody who's watching, answer the question as well. Okay, here we go. So you're an indie creator. You're creating your your, your comics, right? You have a Kickstarter. You decide you're going to do stickers. You're going to do magnets. You're going to do, you know, trading cards. You're going to do all these things. Swag, right? You're going to do swag along with the book. You send the book out, you know, somebody pledges to it. You send it out to that person who happens to be another, another indie creator, right? Indie creator goes to a convention, brings your stuff with them. George is a politician. He does that. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Crystal. How are you? I came to the door. I said it before. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> she just don't, don't mess around. Anyway. All right, so you go, so you, so this indie creator who just got all your swag goes to a convention, him or herself, and as part of or as an incentive to sell their stuff, they're giving away some of the swag that you sent them. Okay, how do you feel about that? Do you think it's do you think it's a good thing, or do you think what the hell is this person doing? There's nothing political about that. It's a straight up question. <laughs> what do you think, Sam? What do you think? Uh, I it never the thought never crossed my mind. Um, um, usually when I have all those, now, that sounds like a po- that sounds like a politician no, right never, there. Answer never, the question. Answer the question. Never crossed my mind. What when I have all that stuff, uh, I usually give it to my nephews, nieces, whatever. That that you know all of the because they, they love that stuff. Um, but for me, so you give it away to family, yeah. Okay, so what's the difference between giving it away to family versus giving it away to a stranger? violation of the pro code? <laughs> Um, that difference is I'm not raffling it um, as a uh, whatever it is Um, that for me it's just I never it never crossed my mind until you brought up the subject yeah see this is the way I look at it right this is the way I look at it and this is what I would do if I was giving this stuff away right swag is stuff that we are giving to to what we're doing hopefully whoever gets your swag will be exactly see that that's and that's the point Pete like so you're at a convention, somebody comes up, cons is incentive. Okay, see, and that's exactly where, where I'm going with that. If you're at a convention, right? If Say, for example, you send me duty stuff, right? I'm at a convention. I have a bunch of duty stickers, duty stuff, whatever, right? Somebody comes to the table and they buy one of my books and I say, hey, win a, win, win a free sticker if you raffle this off. And now they win a duty sticker. Now what I did was... I just made you, I just made you another fan because they came to my table and I gave them one of your stickers that they're going to go home to and maybe put it on their, on, on their computer. The kid's going to put it on his notebook. I just made you a fan. How is that a bad thing? You're good, thing? you. You're good, no, you. But, 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 but think, but if you think about that, that's what I'm saying. You got to think outside the box. Yeah. We got to help each other out. Help you, me, help you spent, you. you spent all that money. I paid for it. 
Now, now, the where I think is wrong is if I'm making money off of that. I wouldn't sell that sticker. That's wrong. To me, that's wrong. I'm not selling your sticker. I'm not making money off of your stuff. That's wrong. But if I'm giving it away, and if I'm giving it away, and then I give you a QR code and say, hey, check out that creator. That's who made that sticker. Check out their stuff. Now I'm just making more money for you. Oh, you so just I don't, a QR code. I didn't even think about that either. Yo, that's what I'm saying, though. But you got to think about these things because it looks bad. When I ask the question, it looks terrible. Looks Yo, terrible. for real? You're going to do that? No, Exactly. But when you sit down and think about what happens when that, we're just helping each other out. Dude, there's so much swag that I have in a little box that I'm probably never going to do anything with it. It's just going to sit in that box. So if I go to a convention and I have my spinner, because you know I like my spinners, and somebody spins and wins a duty sticker, and I give that sticker to them, and I say, here's a QR code, check him out. I just made you a fan for free. For free. I would honestly talk to the person about that because their target audience may differ from yours and could be kind of at, Make sure listen, at, targeting the same demographic. At, absolutely. But if I have Letting other creators, a good thing. Yeah, exactly. Because but and, and to your point, Chris, know that about it. If I'm selling if I'm selling breasts on my on my freaking or if I'm selling a kid's book and your sticker has boobs on it, I'm not gonna give the boobs to us to a kid. You know, we got we gotta be a little more, you know, we gotta know what we're doing here. You know what I mean? Or maybe it's for the dad. Maybe it's for the mom. Somebody There's always somebody at the table that can walk away with something for them. And that's the whole point of these conventions is to have something for everybody so that you can continue to push the product. And to me, that's that's a win for yeah. everybody. I have, for everybody. I have um, like all of the swag stuff that I get, the additional stuff outside of the books. I usually have I have a little um, shoebox. And it's but and it's at the it's at the entrance of the house um on the in the uh, bookcase. So when the nieces and nephews and everybody come over, I'll open it up. I said you can have whatever you want from there. And they, right. they, they, they 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 like a frenzy. They dig through oh, it. They dig yeah. through it, right? Because the yeah. kids love that stuff. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. If I'm at a convention and I can control who gets what, right? And I can promote another fellow creator who I'm not never going to do anything with that stuff anyway. I might as well make make you a fan. And and that and that's the whole point. So if you guys see me at a convention, I'm raffling your stuff off. <laughs> Don't come at He's me. A man. Don't He's come a at me. I'm regifting. I'm regifting. Okay. I'm not gonna do anything with it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, Tommy. That, you know that shirt looks familiar. I bought that for uh, George the other. Uh, oh yeah, George gave it to me for my birthday. <laughs> it fit me. It didn't fit me. It didn't fit me. <laughs> And Ryan go to waste. Now they're, they're they're promoting it everywhere they go. It's a win. It's a win for everybody. That's all I gotta say. Case closed. I rest my case, Your Honor. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. But yeah, no. I mean, what do you guys think? I I, I think I think we're on agreement here. I, th I I think it's a good thing. I think if if I'm able to spread the love of your of your of your comic to other people out there, why not? Why the hell not? Otherwise, he's gonna sit there. Listen, a lot of a lot of indies, man, put a lot of work into the, into their swag, dude. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of indies put a lot of love and, and money into their swag, man. And it, you don't want it to go to waste. Pins? Yeah. You know how many pins I got? You know, like George straight up, he give the give the <laughs> He throws them on. Nah, chill. Depends. It depends what kind of Nikes they are. They're Jordans. <laughs> they're going. They're going on uh, on sneakers. No, I talk about I'm talking about I get regifted it. It was a it was a glow in the dark Elvis tie that I got. <laughs> oh, dude! Oh, like, who give, first of all, who gives you a, a glow in the dark that tie? People who they expect they, they, they regifted that they regifted that themselves. They got it from somebody else and they, they heard me you. say I like Elvis, and then they decide, oh, let's get him an Elvis glow in the dark tie. Glow and, 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 and and based on the angle, he his guitar moves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yo, I was like, "This is going. This is out the door." <laughs> Yo, that is bananas! Wow, this is going. Oh, jeez! Oh, look at that! You can put swag into library books. There you go. There you go. I mean, you could exactly. I mean, you could just spread the love. I, I think for me, the biggest thing is promoting the fact that I got it from what creator I got it from, and let them and let people go in there. <laughs> St. George glow in the dark tie. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Chris. You're so generous. Uh, oh man. But yeah, no, that's that's uh that was what I was thinking for today. But uh but yeah. So 
with that said, Sam, what else you got? What else you got? Awesome. Oh man. Oh geez. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. So uh, tomorrow we have, uh, um, Paul Gomez, Bushy Boo, um, and, uh, which is on Kickstarter. I think he's on his last few days on Kickstarter. Um, so, uh, uh, check out that interview. It's a really good interview with Paul Gomez, a fellow Texan. Um, and uh let's see what else uh you just reminded me so big shout out to pete palmiati and uh <laughs> says i'm grateful uh peter palmiati mark torres i just yes. want to take a few minutes Designated. just to just to give him a shout out they have a kickstarter right now right now they have a kickstarter uh for a book that they created that mark created back in 1990 something uh called designated so if you guys haven't done so yet, please go to Kickstarter, type in designated and uh, throw some money, throw some money into that book. They are about four days away, I believe. Five days. Five days, Five days away. Okay. And they um, and they need your help. They got they haven't reached their goal yet. They're, uh, you know, I think they're about maybe 70% towards their goal. So help them get over that hump and help this book get made. It's uh, Mark Torres. It came from the radio. Peter Palmiotti, he did the he did the the inks, and I did. I'm doing the letters for the book. So, please uh, support the book. You know, Mark's been supporting indies for many, many, many years, many years. I mean, he's been doing this for a long time, and he's a great guy. And you know, he needs our help. So let's help him out. Let's help yeah, him out. So, yeah, and I think I, I did a post on that yesterday on Facebook. You know, Mark was one of the first radio shows um that uh gave us love when we were wet behind the ears and we were new to the comic book game um when he was running the comic book novice show and um he's basically spotlighted hundreds and hundreds of creators um in the game and so i'm like all right so if 10 percent of that population would repost um share support the campaign they'd be funded by now so um the fact that um Throughout all those years, the hundreds, almost thousands of people that he's interviewed, um, only 42 people. Uh, you know, it's a really, you know, for me, it was like an eye opener. I was like, whoa. So I just had to post something yesterday and just, uh, you just remind everybody this guy not making money from it is out there doing it because he loves the, the comic book game and whatever and he wants to show love. You know, I think, you know, we just have an obligation to do the same thing in return. Yeah, now nah, let's hook him up. Let's hook him up. Let's help him out. Let's rally behind an indie and help him get to his goal. Uh, it's his first campaign, and uh, you know he needs he needs our support. So let's let's support it. Let's support. It. Big shout out to Mark and Peter Palmiotti, who's uh, who's done an amazing job with the inks on the book. So yeah. yeah, definitely check that out. Oh, thank you, ASAP. Back in now. Thank you so much, brother. Ah, uh, thanks, bro. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, no, definitely. Really, really appreciate that. Really appreciate that. Ends yeah, Tuesday. Uh, yeah. yeah, it ends Tuesday. There you go. It ends Tuesday. So we have a few days. We have a few days. Let's get this. A Let's few days. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, fantastic. Again, this Saturday, I'll be at the Denton Comic Art Exposition. And um, um, that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that. It's an all-family event, kids' event. So hopefully it's not like um, the Arlington where it was all cosplay um, and, 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 and toy collectors. So I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, and if you haven't signed up, Again, signing up doesn't cost you a thing. Sign up. Let's help those algorithms work in our favor. We're at 85. We're trying to get to 100 signups on Disneyland on my toilet. We launch on the 20th of September. This one's going to be a doozy. It's a double feature. It's two books. It's Aichiwawa and it's Duty's Monsters on Planet Cthulhu. It's going to be fun. And I hope that you come along for the ride. And the live launch will be on the 20th on Cast the Craze. And um, the, those the, the first day backers are all going to be placed into a raffle. Live on Cast the Craze for some really cool stuff to win. So uh, you want to join us on the stream to find out if you won. It's going to be dope. Yeah, yeah you're going to get some swag from another creator on there. So get on there. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all love, baby. It's all love. I love you all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, yeah. So thank you again. And if, if you enjoy this episode, guys, you know, you know what to do. Hit that thumbs up. You know, let those algorithms work for this channel. Um, and uh, subscribe, like, share. If you're listening to us on any of the streaming platforms, head over to YouTube and just subscribe. Again, it's something that doesn't cost a thing, and it goes a long way for the future success of this channel. Uh, so uh, thank you again. So, you know, with that said, we appreciate everybody in the chat this morning. Um, thank you all for joining us. And don't forget to uh, the ASAP is having their con today. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, I think I'll be – I think I'm on um, 
this, e- this evening. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be dope. So, uh, guys, check it out. With that said, what's this? We got one. Have a good day. Thank you, Aurelis. You do too. Thank you. Thank you, ASAP. Thank you. uh, um, Who else am I missing? Krista and uh, Gilly. Thank you, everybody. And Creators Outlet, thank you for joining us this morning. I am your host with the most, Sam the Crazy Man, Vera. George, the Dreamer Medina. Peace. This is the Morning Brew. We out.